Good morning, good morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Breathing. I'm Brooks Brewer. How are you this morning? I am sleepy. That's how I am. I'm still trying to wake up. Man, I don't even know why. Anyway, welcome to the program. It's where we're going to brief you what's happening in the world of news or at least talk about it. And love for you to get involved. You can uh, tell me what's happening in your world and what you think about what we're talking about. The number to get involved here is 918-756-3646. You can text us on the Wendy Chevy text line. Lots of people use that, and it's fantastic. You can text uh, good morning. You can text uh, articles and whatever else you might want to text. You know, just uh, feedback. It's what it's there for, and it's there for you 24-7. Okay? Or you can just call us and let us know what's happening. Hey, how you doing? There's David. Good morning, David. Let me see. Everything is... The planets have aligned. Okay. He's here. It's all good. And let's see. I think we got, did I see Fayroy coming in this morning? He's already up and out of morning, buddy. How you doing? Glad to have you with us here for the show and everybody else. Appreciate you listening far and wide. Let me see if we got people around the globe. Yes. They're coming in on the interwebs. We do podcast this program. It's out there in the podcast places and it's called Brewers Briefing. That's what it's called. That's where it is. You can check it out. There's Finland. And let's see what do we got. Somebody over here. Where is that place? Is that, can I zoom in on that? Is that, where is that? Oh, that looks like it's in India or somewhere over there. I don't know. Anyway, they found us and good morning to you. <laughs> Hello. Now let's take a look at the weather forecast. See what it's doing outside. It looks cloudy. 37 degrees at Okmulgee Municipal Airport though. And let's see. Winds out of the North at 15 or so miles an hour. High today of only 41. Going to be going to be cool. North winds 15 to 20. 28 tonight. 42 tomorrow. Down to 27. 47 Friday. 25 overnight. We'll see 50s on Saturday and Sunday. And New Year's Day is looking for 43 degrees for the high sunshine. Light north breezes. So there's that. And New Year's coming. I, I think I'm going to make some New Year's resolutions. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I, I'm still thinking about it. You know, it's just, should you set yourself up for failure? I mean, that's a terrible attitude, isn't it? But how many times do we do it? We <laughs> write them down. We get all excited. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then, you know, it goes. And then I don't know how, you know, a certain amount of weeks in and it's all over. So I used to, I used to decide, uh, you know, my, my resolution was not to make any resolutions and that one I could keep. That's the only one I've ever kept. Are you making resolutions? People, friends, neighbors, listeners. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Is it good? Should we do it? Is it, it's a, you know, it's a new year. It's a new me. It's, you know, just write them down and really put it out there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's good. I don't know. I'm on the fence about it. I mean, I, I am definitely going to be doing some stuff. Definitely doing some stuff. I did. <laughs> I did get the sauna fixed yesterday after many, many efforts to get this thing running properly. It's a dry sauna. It's up in the attic. And now I can sweat off some pounds and I can sweat out some of those impurities. I'm excited about that. Thanks, mom. I got it running. Mom gave me this deal back in the day. And uh, she 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 she's been wondering about it. That it, it's it's running full power now, mother. It's it's going to be fantastic. 
I sat in it last night. I'm, I'm excited about that. Now, that's one I can keep right there. But anyway, Vicky says no. Hi, Vicky. No. No, we should not do <laughs> resolutions. Is this just anybody else? What do y'all think about that? I need to know. We need to know. We got to get this settled. Who I, Whose idea was it anyway? I mean, it's a new year. It's a good time to start something new, right? So anyway, nobody cares. Um, what else is happening in news? I'm telling you, it's a little light today on the news. All right. So we'll see how it goes. You, you may have to be prepared to jump in and, and, and throw in the life raft. Okay. All right. Let's jump in here. What do we got right here? I read this this morning. This is interesting to me. Here's a guy named Toby Rogers. He's a PhD and an MPP. I don't know what that MPP is. I do know what PhD is. I don't know what it stands for, but I know it means you're smart. Okay. And here's what he has to say. It's a little story kind of he's telling here. And listen to this. The pharma industrial complex, which is a real thing, works like this. Picture a 60-year-old woman. She has $1 million in a 401k and another million dollars in equity in her house that she shares with her husband. If pharma can convince this woman to get a COVID shot every year, it has a chance to steal her entire net worth. How so? The shot itself only generates about $100 in revenue for pharma. But soon thereafter, she develops an autoimmune disorder, myocarditis, or has a stroke. She's in and out of the hospital and sees an endless string of specialists who order hundreds of useless tests and prescribe a growing quantity of high-priced medicines. She slowly gets worse, and now additional chronic conditions develop diabetes, cancer, and or dementia. After her first insurance covers some of the costs, or at first, then the government picks up some of the costs, but as her health continues to deteriorate, the family spends down their savings. They cash out her 401k and then her husband's as well. Eventually, the husband sells the house to pay for more treatments that don't work. After a decade of illness, she dies and the family says she received the best care. But now they are in debt with no assets. If some evildoer had forced this family to work in a salt mine, they could not have extracted nearly as much wealth as pharma does by encouraging this woman to get the junk science COVID shots every year, along with the other junk sciences of the flu shot, the RSV, the pneumonia, and the shingle shots. Now multiply this crime times 200 million Americans who got the COVID shots and the five and a half billion around the world who've gotten the COVID shot, and you start to realize the enormity of what we are up against. This is the largest crime in human history. It's ongoing, and pharma's goal is literally to steal the stored wealth of the entire industrialized world. So, anyway, just a guy's opinion. He's just throwing it out there. That's a lot there. I, I tell you what I have said, and I believe it's a conspiracy. But I, I still, I, I kind of just tend to believe it. I believe that the, and I don't know who all's involved in it, but I think pharma's involved in in putting some of the bad stuff in our food, in with the food industry, to slowly kill us over the years so that as we get older and we've been eating all this 
<laughs> you ever looked at the ingredients in the food? I mean, you can't you can't pronounce it. You have no idea if that's weed killer or so. I mean, what what is all that polysorbate eighty? I mean, it, I mean, just glycophycol. I mean, and on and on. It's just, and then they, you know, it's it's years. It's it's years in our bodies, and it's just you know trying to filter all that crap out. And then we got to start taking the drugs to to fix all of the problems. And they're like, oh, we're happy to step in and help you. We know just how to do it. And we, we, we talked about this well, but a week or two ago. We, we spend more in America on pharmaceutical drugs than any other country in the, on the planet. By far. And we're still the sickest. We're the sickest. Our life expectancy here is going down, not up. And, and it's lower than many of the other countries in the world. What? How, how can that be? How can you spend more money on medicine and be sicker? Oh, I don't know. All the indulgences I get. Anyway, it's, uh, I saw something else this week about sugar. Sugar. And it said, oh, well, it was, it was Russell Brand. He was on his uh, podcast video, whatever it is, YouTube channel. You know who Russell Brand is? I think that's his name. He was talking to some other smart guy about food and about sugar. In particular, sugar literally should be considered a drug because it has all the, the things that drugs do. He said, if you look at a kid's brain after chugging a Coca-Cola and, you know, somebody over here that's doing, say, cocaine or something, it, it, it affects the brain the same exact way. Same exact. It, it's, it's, and it's, of course, it's addictive. And it would take 30 oranges that, you know, have sugar in them to get the kind of sugar you're going to get by chugging a Coke. It's just poison. We're poisoning ourselves and, and, and the FDA and all of them, they're all good with it. <laughs> just, yep. Good. And so, you know, and then, so they get all our money. Now they got the COVID shot thing going on and all these vaccines and get on the stuff and take the jab and here you go. And you got to do it. And, you know. And then all of a sudden the wealth has been transferred. I mean, it's, it's, it's plausible. And listen, I just got a text just came in somebody, a listener sitting in the dentist office, listening to the greatest voice on radio. Well, who the hell are you listening to? That's what I want to know. I want to listen to <laughs> good morning, Mark. You're an awesome guy. Thank you for that. I'm going to just. I'm going to say that's me. That is, that is me. They used to be rush and he's no longer with us. And if they get, if they only knew if the EIB only knew what we were doing over here, they would be calling, but they don't know. You know, what's funny. I did actually send, uh, after rush passed away, I sent a, uh, an audio, uh, deal of my show. <laughs> to them thinking they might, uh, you know, you know, it, you know, it's stranger things have happened. Maybe they would listen and think it was good. No, I never heard back. I sent it to him. I thought, well, you know, no, no. So somebody listened, so a listener just texted in here on the Windy Chevy text line. Just about every food product you can buy now has bioengineered crap in it. I, I know it. And now they're trying to get rid of the farmers. I mean, I don't know if you've heard about this. It's not so much maybe in our country here, but in other countries, they're trying to get rid of the farmers. Farmers are bad for the climate, they say, and they're trying to get rid of the farms so that they can just bioengineer all the damn food, just create it out of the, the, uh, Petri dish over there, grow your food like that. 
And and that's what that's what the Bill Gates of the world are trying to do. It's, it's it's insane. We are living in the most insane times. The end times are rushing toward us. Like you can see it happening. I mean, I can, and I'm not that smart. I know I sound smart, but I'm never, I'm really not really not that smart. <laughs> Good morning, Tricia. Tricia's now uh, we're we're in a battle. She thought she had the greatest voice in radio, and she's the tradio lady which comes right after this program. Well, well, that's, you know, we could, we could, uh, the battle of the voices. We could, we could have something. We could battle it out. You're doing a fantastic job, Trisha, by the way. All right. Anyway, that's just something to think about. Let's move on. Let's move on to this. We haven't heard much from AOC, uh, Alexandria, occasional cortex. You've heard of her. She's a politician and, uh, leading the country, leading a New York, some area there. And she has come out. I haven't heard from this gal in a minute. And she's talking about the border. You know, she, she was the border gal. She was the one crying in the white pants and the white shirt down there when, when uh, Trump was in crying, crying, the border crying. And she hasn't been back since, but now she's got a different take on what's happening at the border. I want to play it for you people because you know, well, it's AOC and we got to know what she wants to say about it. Here she is. So often people want to say, why aren't you talking about the border crisis or why aren't you talking about it in this way? Well, we're talking about it. They just don't like how we're talking about it because it's not a border crisis. It's an imperialism crisis. It's a climate crisis. It's a trade crisis. This is not a surge. These are children and they are not insurgents <laughs> and we are not being invaded which, by the way, is a white supremacist idea, philosophy. <laughs> oh, that's rich. I have missed you at AOC. Guys, where you been? Where you been? It's, uh, it, it's Leslie. These are children. <laughs> These are children. <clears throat> I don't know if she's seen the same videos I'm watching. I got, I got lots of videos coming across the news the screen here, this big screen, the interwebs are full of videos. People down there video. There are no children. That's the thing about it, AOC. There are no children and precious few little women coming across. It's all military age men. I mean, what videos are you watching? Because I know you're not down there seeing it for yourself. There's almost no kids. Anyway, it, it, you know, even even it were, even if there was a bunch of kids, it, it's, but it's not an invasion. It's uh, imperialism. It's 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 look, it's the white people. Let's just bring it all back around to that, okay? Imperialist whiteies are the problem here. This is a it, it, you are white supremacist. It's a it's an idea. It's an ideology that is parasitical. And it's, uh, it's the reason. They're all coming here. <laughs> it's, it's not an invasion. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. Just not the way you want to hear about it. Oh, my gosh. What does she say? It's a climate crisis. Well, that's what it is. You thought it was something else. <laughs> the climate is forcing these people out of all these countries all over the planet to come here. Because, well, our climate is perfect. It's, it's, it's forcing them out of their other countries. Let's see around the entire planet, 160 countries, at least we know coming in here to be, because our climate's not affected. I mean, like, how does our climate not be affected? Because we're, I mean, that, I don't know, but that didn't make a lot of sense there. 
Well, of course, nothing makes sense she has to say. She is a libtard, and that's, that's, what, that's what we get. Putting these people in power. And see, here's somebody posting a video like, where's the kids? Where's the kids? These are all African illegals coming in. I mean, there's it, a ton of Africans. Here they are just coming in, all dudes. I mean, they're not any children in this mix. No women. Here, I'm watching the video right now. Boom. Here, just about a hundred's coming. In. Anyway, it's it's insanity. It's, it, you know, you wonder, are these people serious? Like, does she, is she serious? Does she really think these things? Is she, or is this just, you know, political babble? Shaco babble. I wonder sometimes. I mean, do they believe this stuff? Do they believe there's no invasion. There, there is. There was a uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. I think came across in uh, November, and it, it's December set to be bigger than that. And it's happening all over the world too. You know, London and 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 uh, England and and Sweden and all these all these places, virtue signaling to the world. Bring us your uh, illegals. And it is wreaking havoc, man. All over the planet. It's not just here, but it is it is here too. Anyway, I, I thought you would enjoy some AOC. I mean, it's been a minute. Been a minute. Good morning, JP. JP's in here now. I hope you had a good Christmas. I did. Thank you. And I hope you did too. And here we go. Launching into a new year. Considering. Thinking about the possibility of thinking about setting resolutions, but we're still on the fence <laughs> so far, but we got lots of days to come. All right. Okay. What else is happening in the news for you people? We have this in Oregon state in these beloved United States of America. A lady has been denied to be a foster mother because of dastardly beliefs insane beliefs like boys are boys and girls are girls and there's differences that belief has forfeited her the opportunity to be a foster mother in Oregon the state has decided she is unfit to adopt because she would not assist a child in gender transition and used uh, and used preferred pronouns and she is now unfit to be a foster parent this is the state deciding these things for, for you and I. This is this is really happening right here. Real story, real person, real Christian mom defending her faith, and she's suing Oregon for preventing her from adopting, being a foster mother. This is the time we're living. You tell me we're not rushing toward the end of times? This is what's happening in our country right here. Grown people, literally. I mean, does this just not drop your chin to the floor? Like, my gosh, they really believe this. Stuff. Literally, grown-ups making these kind of stuff. No, no, can't let you. We don't believe. If you believe that that boys are different than girls, and then, then we, we just can't tolerate that. We just cannot tolerate that at all. We're not going to allow that. That is, that is that's where we're. Okay, and while we're on that, here's another. So here's the same stupidity. Now, this is happening in Canada, but it's just right there. 
<laughs> the New York Post reporting the Canadian Parliament in the men's bathrooms, they have now decided they will offer tampons. That's right. You heard me right. That's right. Let's just go to the story. See what it says? Tampons and sanitary napkins now available in the men's bathrooms at the Canadian Parliament under a new policy from Prime Minister Justin Trudeau that requires all federally regulated employers, including airports and military bases, to offer free menstrual products in all washrooms, regardless of gender noted on the door. Now, I was thinking about this a little bit this morning. I'm just thinking about this deal, this whole <laughs> deal right here. And thinking, okay, now, let me just try to get, I was trying to get this straight. Now, who's needing this again? So it's a woman, I guess, dressing as a man, pretending to be a man, who goes into the men's bathroom and, you know, needs some products. And so they're there. And, I, and I'm thinking, in the, in the parliament, now, do these women not be able to afford their own tampons? I mean, in the parliament? Or, or 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 any of these federal buildings? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking they they probably could afford the road. Do you have to you have to provide them the free stuff? Like it's desperate. Well, we got to get this stuff to them because they cannot afford their own products here. Like that is seems weird on his face to me. Like I don't know. That seems. I mean, really. Anyway, so there's that issue which is weird to me. But then of course, uh, the whole idea by. <laughs> In the men's bathroom is is, is all the ultimate weirdness, and and it's like how many people, seriously, Justin, how many do you have in your parliament that are women that need to go into the men's bathroom and and need these products? I mean, how many? What percentage? Point what? Zero zero. What percentage need these things? But yet you've deemed it. Now you know I don't know how much money it's going to cost you to install the whatever machines that you know, distribute these products throughout the entire country and all the military bases and all the federal. I mean, it's, it's going to cost something to do this insanity. Doesn't matter. It's all about virtue signaling. It's all about a signal and a message we're sending out to Canadians. We are those people. We are going to, here's how we think. And this is all this is about. Think about it. this is not in this is not any reality to this. This is not like we are really helping these transgender. Is it men or women? I don't even know which one you call them. It's not about that. It's about the narrative and the, the message we're trying to send. Out. That's all it's about. Which is insane and satanic. It's the root of it all. Men don't menstruate. Number one, Justin. So no need for that in the men's bathroom. And number two, they're just going to bring them home to their wives for free anyway. So, <laughs> hey, honey, I got you another, you know, set here, whatever, whatever it is. I don't know. I, I don't even like to talk about that whole subject. It's weird. Anyway, it's a weird deal. I'm telling you, but it's, it's a real story. Real, real news. Really happening right there. Welcome to the planet. Lord help us, Jesus. We need help, and, and we need Jesus. And thank goodness He's He's available, and that's awesome right there. Okay, we got to take us a quick break, and we shall return. Stay with us here for more of the Brewers Briefing coming up.
8.30 is our time. It's Wednesday, uh, December 27th. Glad to have you with us for the Brewers of Briefing today. You guys are awesome for showing up like this. I appreciate it very much. Did you go to work yesterday? I went to work yesterday. I was I went into the office and was only I was the only one there. Almost. Anyway. Who cares? Brewer? Nobody cares. All right. What else we got? We got other stuff out there. This is this is what's happening. What do we have? We got we got stuff. What what is this? What is this? The Biden administration is coming after you for, for lots of things. And they're 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 coming after your your gas stoves. We we've heard about this for a little while. They're still trying to get them. They want your gas stoves. They want your HVAC. And they want anything else <laughs> burning any kind of fossil fuel. They want you to live in a cave, people. 2023 has been a year of turmoil for appliance regulations, and experts warn that the coming years may be no better unless Congress takes urgent action. It all began in January when Consumer Product Safety Commissioner Richard Trumka Jr. led an investigation into the safety of natural gas stoves and warned that a ban on them was a real possibility. They're so dangerous. All those gas stoves. You heard about all the explosions? No? Oh, okay. Um, so they're so anyway, they're going out to the gas stoves. They're 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 still trying to get that done. I mean, and again, this is this is not because it's destroying the atmosphere. It's because they want to make you think that they're virtuous and they're gonna ban all the gas stoves and all the gas cars and all the where's my button? All the it's all BS. It's it's all BS. There's no climate issue that they're really worried about. They're not worried about those people needing the tampons. They're not worried about it's really we're going to lose the ice cap up in the north. <laughs> not not really going to. It's all just BS, man. It, it's, it's, it's all there's other stuff underneath all this stuff. What's happening and why? To get into that later. Obama produces a cartoon. Have you heard about this? It's disgusting. What a disgusting man Barack Hussein was and is. Disgusting man. He is, he is like, he is like a, he's got little horns that come out. You just can't see him. Oh, he's the devil. He's the devil. A children's cartoon on Netflix called Ada Twist, Scientist, has been facing backlash from certain audiences online. The reason for the outrage is a scene that depicts children attending a gay wedding. Uh, uh, two guys are getting married. I saw I saw a clip of this somewhere on the interwebs here recently. Sparked criticism uh, among some parents, and it's disgusting. I mean, it's 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 a little. I saw the clip of this deal. I was like, wonder what's going on here. And these little bitty kids, and there's these two guys, and they're they're holding they're arm in arm, and they just can't wait to get married, and and they 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 kiss a couple times, and. The kids and oh, this everybody's so excited. Come on, have a wedding. And oh my god, it's just it's just normalizing all this stuff. It's what they it's what they want to do to the little kids. It's a cartoon. See, they're going after your kids. They want to normalize this kind of stuff for your children. And it's nothing new. It's just it's just here's the Obamas involved. And this is this is who these people are. And, and unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it's the people on the left. It's 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 all of them. They just want, hey, just let us be. Just let us do our thing. Just you know, it, it's what's it matter to you, Brewer? If whatever that's people that family wants to do over there, 
It's destroying society. That's why it matters to me. Society is not sustainable with certain kinds of lifestyles in the long run. And it's destructive in the long run for society itself. That's why it matters to me. And they're not happy with just it being over there in their house. No, 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 no. It's got to be in the school system. It's got to be paraded down the street. You've got to have men walking around with dildos naked running down the streets on Pride Day in front of your children in downtown. That's what, that, that, see, they're not happy with it just over there in their privacy. No, no, no. It's got to be in the books. It's got to be in the schools. It's got to be on the streets. It's got to be on the cartoons. That's what it's got to be. And if you don't like it, we'll cancel you. We'll silence you. you. We will destroy you and everything that you, you hold dear. So, so there you go. It's out there. Some parents, of course, love it. They think it's great. Ah, look at this. Great. Teaching a kid. Ah, okay. What else? I'm just, hey, just news, just news stories. I just, you know, just breaking news, breaking, breaking news. Oh my goodness. What else? What time we got? I got lots of time. Lots of time. Let's see what else I got queued up for you people. Let me see. Go to my go to my stuff over here. What's the what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Get this stuff. It's good stuff, isn't it? All the latest. Right here. This is not good stuff right here. This is this is horrible stuff. 160 Christians in Nigeria were slaughtered by Muslims on Christmas Day. Another 300 wounded. The Muslim attackers used guns and machetes to butcher their victims. The media is silent on this situation and will go out of their way to avoid protecting any Christian interest because it makes the global Islamic community look bad. And the people that run our world have vested interest in importing as many Muslims for third world countries as possible as they can into the West. The end goal is to destabilize Western civilization with chaos for the purpose of implanting the NWO, the New World Order. 160 Christians slaughtered on Christmas Day in Nigeria. And you won't hear anything about that. And I'm going to play a clip for you now. I'm going to play a clip from the one and only Douglas Murray. He is being interviewed, and, and this this speaks to this, uh, not to this particular massacre, but it speaks to the hypocrisy of people, uh, typically uh, leftist-leaning ideologicals. And so here's what he has to say about all this. We'll, we'll uh, I want you to listen to this. It's three and a half minutes long, but it's, it's excellent, and you need to hear it. I'm so fed up of the double standards of all of this. Um, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Muslims have been killed in the last 12 years by Bashar al-Assad and other Muslims in the civil war in Syria. There's no one on the streets of Sydney or Melbourne. There's no one on the streets of London. We have seen hundreds of thousands of people killed in the last decade in Yemen, Muslims being killed. There's no one on the streets of Melbourne. Nobody is standing outside the Sydney Opera House calling gas the Hutu or ga gas the Houthi, ga gas the Shia, gas the... Nobody's marching for the dead Muslims in Yemen. Their co-religionists were always told about, care so much about their co-religionists. 
don't give a damn about their co-religionists. They really don't. Muslims do not love other Muslims. They have no love for them. They have no love for the Palestinian peoples. None. If they had any, the Jordanians would have taken in the West Bank Palestinians. The Egyptians would have taken in the, 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 the territory they used to run, the Gaza, and own the Gaza. And they would have taken in the Palestinians from the Gaza. Why have the Egyptians made sure that not one uh, Palestinian is allowed to leave Gaza? Why, why do they make sure that their border wall is tough as anything? What do they mind? One thing, Jews living. Jews living and Jews winning. It hits them deep in their soul, in their psyche. It's an ancient, ancient hatred perhaps the most ancient among the monotheisms, and uh, the deepest and the ugliest, the nastiest, and the one that has been least addressed. And we've imported it. As we sit here, um, roughly the same populations, population of Gaza is being forcibly moved by the government of Pakistan. Almost two million Muslims are being moved by the Pakistan authorities into Afghanistan. Okay, we have a very large Pakistani community here in the UK. If their country of origin can do that, why can't we? If it comes to that, if it comes to that, if it has to come to that. Um, why does nobody notice this? Why is nobody saying this is an appalling war crime by the Pakistani government? Well, only because there are so many Pakistani politicians and others in the UK and other countries who have a deep, a deep uh, connection to their country of origin and would never want to, uh, to see it looked at in a bad way, um, they will not criticize that. They haven't said a word about that. Um, so, no, I think that if you are zoning in, zooming in on Israel, lambasting Israel, and are basically not bothered with everything else in the world, you're not, you're not motivated by anything other than being anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic. Um, of course, and and it just has to be said. I mean, I've said this so many times that I, I tire myself with it, but it's necessary to say anti-Semitism is a shapeshifter. It's a shapeshifting virus. It can come from anywhere. At times in the past, it was the case that people didn't like Jews because they were seen to be a different religion and, and strange and different, and so they were hated for their religion. Then after the wars of religion, you couldn't hate anyone for their religion, so people started to hate the Jews for their race. After the Holocaust, you couldn't hate people because of their race anymore. So people hated the Jews because of their nation. On and on. Anyway, that's Douglas Murray. He's an author, journalist, and um, a guy that has been there. We, we talked about him a little bit, played a couple of clips here a while back. He's, he's the guy that he, he embeds himself as a journalist in these, in these military conflicts. Been in Gaza this year with that whole conflict. I mean, it, it, Ukraine, dude, dude goes out there and does his stuff. Anyways, interesting guy. He, he's just talking about this and it's, it's, he's going to bring it to light. Like where is the, where are people in the streets? Why are there where's nobody, these poor Muslims being run out of Pakistan by the millions, you know, just kicked out. Where's the outrage? There is none. Why, why is Egypt, Egypt, I mean, they border Egypt, Gaza, right there, boom, boom. They said, no, not one of you, <laughs> of these refugees is coming into Egypt. 
They don't want They've already kicked them out. I was, I was watching a video this week about the whole progression of what's up with the Palestinians. Why they get kicked out of all these Arab countries. They went into Jordanians, Jordan for a while, and then they tried to overthrow the Jordanian government, these Palestinians. They kicked them all out. Then they shipped them off to Lebanon. And then they went into Lebanon. Then they try to, they cause trouble up there. They kick them out of Lebanon. Nobody wants them because they're troublemakers. They're Hamas types. Fatah and Hamas. They're animals and savage, and they don't want them in their countries. I mean, you have to think about this. Why are they? You ought to look at a map once in a while and look at all the Muslim countries, the Arab Muslim countries all surrounding that area. It's huge, huge. Iran and Syria, they got all them everywhere, and they don't want them. But the West, uh, bring them here. Bring them here. AOC would take them. Not now, not to her neighborhood. <laughs> Until they start coming in, then they're like, "Oh, hey, on a It's like this, it's like the, it's like the illegals coming to New York and all the rest. Uh, now hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, nearly. Got too many coming in there. It's causing crisis. They got to keep them down in Texas. It's okay coming in Texas. You guys, your deal. We don't want them up here. Anyway, so he's talking about. There's no, there's no, there's no outrage, and it's the same with the Christians being slaughtered in Nigeria. There's no outrage, no media, no outrage, no nothing. It's going to come and go, and that's it. And he mentioned it. It's one thing they do mind. They 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 can't stand, and that's Jews living, and Jews winning, and it's a deep seated ancient hatred. This goes back to Ishmael and Isaac, Abraham's kids. We talked about this. That's why I say it's satanic because it, it goes back to this is, this is from the beginning. This is the evil seed passing down through man. And it started actually in the garden. It's where it started. The garden of Eden, it started the, the serpent. Boom. They decided to, to, to not do it God's way. They took the evil seed, had some babies and the evil seed passed on to Cain. Cain and Abel, you've heard of them? I bet you have. One had the good seed and one had the bad seed. And that's what it's been throughout history. The good seed coming against the bad seed. Look it up, Google it. It's probably not out there. You're only going to find that here on the briefing. And it's, it's, it's worked its way down through history, all the way down the line. And it's been the good seed coming against the bad seed. The, the good seed, of course, is the messianic seed of Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus, you may have heard of him. And the bad seed is Satan. And it came down through Ishmael and Isaac. Ishmael, of course, the child of the handmaiden, Hagar, who was not God's plan. It was Abraham and Sarah was God's plan. And that finally happened with the child of Isaac. And that comes the nation of Israel. Isaac, right? Had the 12 sons, yada, 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 became the house of Israel. And so their existence and living is, is a problem for the Muslims because they, they wanted to be the promised children, and they were not. And they just can't settle with that. And so there's this, and it's, it, you just can't let any of that get into your world, okay? You can't let that creep into you because you don't want that bad seed in you. I mean, and, and you know, it, it happens all over. It's not just the Muslims that don't like Jewish people. It's... It's surprising where you'll find it, anti-Semitism. 
Fayroy wants to. <laughs> Fayroy poses an interesting question, ladies and gentlemen. A very interesting question. The question is now. You may, on the surface of the question, think it's out or outrageous and absurd, but it's not. Here's the question: Did Satan breed Eve? And some would say, "Well, of course not." What are you talking about? There's nothing. There's no. There's no. There's nothing in there about that. Of course, that's ridiculous. But what is? I, I. I. I mean, I wish I could remember. This is years going back of a teaching I heard from a friend of mine who was a rabbi in Israel, and he talked about. He talked about Eve marrying the the serpent. And basically being bred, not physically bred, like having sex, but taking in the seed of the serpent, which is what is what is the seed? What is the seed? Is a seed the word? Is there some correlation in the New Testament, ladies and gentlemen, my, my Bible scholar friends out there? I know you people, you Christians out there, you're you you study your, your Bible some. What does it say about the word and the seed in the New Testament? You, can you think of a parable? Sowing. The parable of the sower. Sowing the what? The seed. What is the seed? Ah, the seed is the word. Of, the word. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, so there's there's this correlation between seeds and words. And what did happen in the in the garden? Words were going forth from the serpent to Eve. And what'd she do with those words? She took them in and she meditated upon those words and she watered the seeds. Ladies and gentlemen of the listening audience today, this is going deep and profound. I promise you it's much deeper and profound than you can imagine. Watering the seeds is... It's, it's everything. God told me one time, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. God, I haven't really, I've never heard God's audible voice. And I, I think God has spoken to me probably a lot more than I realize. But one time, I, I really believe, if there was one thing I think I ever heard God say, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you really sense it. He, was, he told me, he said, Brooks, don't water the bad seeds. That's it. That was the whole statement. Don't water the bad seeds. If you don't water the bad seeds, guess what? They don't grow. You set that little seed right there, and you just sit it out there on your desk, and then nothing going to happen. But you take that seed, and you, and you start, and a seed is a thought. A thought is a seed, and you can't, you can't control, ladies and gentlemen, every thought that comes into your brain. Newsflash. That's not, that's not what we can control. Now, we control something. We, we don't have to put ourselves in front of some things. It helps stir up the thoughts, right? I, I get all that. But there's some, there's some thoughts you can't. There's going to be thoughts coming at you. You have to decide what to do with those thoughts. This is deep, man. This is so profound. You have a choice. You can water that seed or you can not water that seed. That's it. What did God say? Brooks, don't water the bad seeds. Guess what? They won't grow. If they don't grow, you don't think stupid stuff. And if you don't think stupid stuff, you won't do stupid stuff. Don't water the bad seeds. Water the good seeds. But Eve took in the seed of the serpent, and she watered it, she thought about it, she meant it, and she acted upon that. And it bred what? Sin. 
This is not a sermon necessarily, but it could be a good one. <laughs> and boom. And then that seed has been passed down through all humankind, has it not? Yeah. So don't water the bad seed. And the bad, it's any bad, it's any thought that's anti-God, any thought. You, you, we all struggle with, with certain things, right? Certain thoughts, maybe about ourselves, you know, oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. If it's anti-God, you got to reject it immediately. You, you start watering bad thoughts. Next thing you know, they're growing and they're growing and they're growing. And it's just, it manifests anti-Godness in your life, which is not good. <laughs> Hello. You know what I'm saying right now? You guys getting this? Boy, I didn't know he was going here today. <laughs> David said, don't water the bad seeds. Give it roundup. That's even better. You don't need to round up if you don't water them. If the bad seeds don't get water, they don't need weed killer. <laughs> they don't grow. Right? I mean, I get your point. It's good. To, but it's a good question, uh, Fay Roy. Did Satan breed Eve? I, I think he did. But not in you know that kind of way, but. Whew. Man, the profundities that pour forth as we just get to talking and having a conversation here is amazing. Absolutely incredible. Anyway, good stuff. And uh, so, yeah, so anti-Semitism. Douglas Murray calling out the hypocrisy of all the people as they come against Israel and what they're trying to do to eradicate the evil in Gaza. Mm -mm. Speaking of evil, oh, I don't even. This uh, there's just so much bad news out here. Oh my god, I don't even want to read that stuff. That's just, it's just horrible, bad. I, I you know, the 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 depravity out there, the mental health problems that we have in America. People out stabbing. I mean, here's a here's a dude. Should I read? Why do we let the bad guys out of jail? 36-year-old black man screaming in the streets of New York, I want all white people dead. Then he stabs two white teenage girls, 14 and 16, who were visiting New York City with her parents and eating at a restaurant Christmas morning. The 16-year-old was stabbed in the back, the knife nicking her lungs. The young sister was stabbed in the thigh. The guy's booked on attempted murder, assault, criminal possession of a weapon, misdemeanor of endangering the welfare of a child, not been charged with any hate crimes. Oh, there's other stuff to the story. Prior to the Christmas stabbing, he was last arrested November 7th, not very long ago, for threatening to shoot a stranger in the Bronx. He was given a plea deal to a lesser offense and released without incarceration. 13 prior arrests to his Record, and he's out running around New York City streets screaming and hollering about white people being dead with a knife, and he stabbed a couple of teenage girls. Now, I get this guy's got some serious mental illness, or he's probably just demon-possessed, but who the hell is demon-possessed to let this guy out of prison? How do they not know this guy is dangerous? What is wrong with our system? You see the problem? The system. Is who to blame for those two girls getting stabbed? What if those were your girls getting stabbed? Can you even fathom the horror and the drama and the trauma? No, it's disgusting, and it's it's the freaking system, the people, the 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 jury, the 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 
justice system that's letting this dude out of the, on the streets, letting these criminals run wild, man. I'm telling you, it's on purpose. They love it. They want chaos and mayhem and murder in the streets so that they can rule you people. I know it sounds crazy, but it's, it's just, it is just true. Man, it's just terrible, sad. <laughs> Lots of bad seeds going on right there. Oh, and then we got this. This is the story. Florida mother shot dead my brother uh, over an unequal Christmas gift exchange. <laughs> Sorry. To, I'm not laughing at that. Let's see what this says here. 23-year-old mother in Florida was killed by her younger brother. Uh, during a family dispute over Christmas gifts, authorities said, argument began as a Abrielle Baldwin, two, her two sons, age six and 10 months, were out shopping Sunday night and her two teenage, with her two teenage brothers, 15 and 14, and their mother. Uh, the 14-year-old brother was apparently upset that his older brother was getting more gifts than he, sparking an argument. So they had this family spat about who was getting what and what money was being spent on who. The family eventually left the store and went to Baldwin's grandmother's home when the arguing continued. While at the residence, the 14-year-old took out a handgun and threatened to shoot his older brother in the head. Family members at the present home tried separating the teens. The younger teen then began arguing with Baldwin and threatened to shoot her and her 10-month-old son. He then allegedly shot her in the chest with a 40 caliber handgun. The baby was in a carrier and wasn't harmed. The 15-year-old teen came out of the home. He took out his own 45 caliber gun and shot his brother in the stomach. Pleasant family. Oh, wow. Anyway, that's, uh, what do you say about all that? I, I, I don't even know. I hate to end the show with that. That's just, uh, that's just something else. It's terribly sad. What is wrong with people? Do you, do you see the mental illness running around? You see, you see the, we gotta, we gotta, man, we gotta, we gotta turn this ship around somehow. Some education, Jesus, church, uh, better influence. I mean, oh, of course the people on the left, it's, it's a gun problem. It's the gun's fault. Uh, I'm sure it had everything to do with it. Gun violence. That's what they'll try. Oh, I got to get the gun. I got to get the gun. It's a gun's problem. It's not a gun problem. They'll be using knives if it wasn't guns. If they didn't have any guns, they'd be stabbing each other over this situation. You know, it's dysfunctional families. It's, it's, it's the the problem here. And it's, it's, it's very sad. It's horrible. It doesn't matter who it is, what color you are. None of that stuff matters. Just Just terribly sad. Terribly, terribly. All right, quick break. Coming back. We're doing Tradio. That's coming up. Stay with us. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's about time to end this deal. I, I see uh, I see Tradio coming around the corner here. Hang on a minute. Let me, let me see. I, I got somebody texting in here real quickly. Let me, let me see. Oh, it's Tony. What is Tony saying? New York legislation would follow that last story by passing a law that all gifts given must be of equal value in both monetary and enjoyment. <laughs> that's, that's right that's what they would try to do I know it 
Absolutely. Unbelievable. Hey, good to have you guys with us this morning for the program. I appreciate you a lot. We'll get it out there on the podcast places. And you guys have a fantastic Wednesday. We're going to round back up and do this again on Friday. I think that's the plan. Yeah, that is the plan. We're going to do it. I'm going to turn you over to the uh, the the uh, second greatest voice in radio, Trisha Bailey. And she's going to give you some, some tradio action. You guys have a good one. We'll see you.